the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Portions of this program may have been pre-recorded. On the following program do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. Inspiration. I can do anything. Education. Let's do this. And application. Oh boy, this is going to be good. Welcome to Like It Matters Radio. Keeping us out of the water hazard with some truth therapy and teeing up solutions for today's big issues, here's your life caddy, Mr. Scott B. Black. So welcome to the world of Mr. Black. Welcome to the world of Mr. Black. I am he, you are you, and the time is now for Like It Matters Radio. This is where we're working to live our lives like it matters. It's an hour of power. It's an hour to uh, refocus the mind, maybe clean it up, maybe check into your thinking. Is it stinking? You got some stinking thinking going on in there? Or is it productive? You know, we have thirty to 60,000 thoughts per day. Uh, you call those things thinking, but they're really self-talk. We talk to ourselves. Thirty to 60,000 thoughts per day. Something like we take in like a one thousand tetrabytes or something like that there's some ungodly amount of information that we actually someone did the research that we see that we hear that we process each day think about that there is mass confusion going on in our heads our hearts 30 to 60 thousand thoughts that's in our head those are conversations in our head before we got on the radio, Lee and I talked probably five or six times. And then I talked to my wife when I wasn't on the mic. Uh, and then I was petting my cats and talking to them. <laughs> you got it? And then I'm going to get go to church after this and do an hour of prayer time and then put, go pick up a car to drive to Vegas tomorrow. I got all this other stuff going on. I'm going to come in between people and situations. And all the time, I'm going to be talking to myself, just like you are. And we are unconscious creatures. Remember, we, we only process about 3 to 5% of our experience consciously. I, I, I basically take that, transliterate that, if you will, from that we only use 3 to 5% of our brain consciously. The majority of our experience on this planet is unconscious. We are unconscious creatures. And that's why I always say that the number one weapon formed against us is confusion. Because when we're confused, we don't speak up. When we're confused, we don't step up. When we're confused, we don't act up. When we're confused, we walk with trepidation. We aren't sure. And that's what's going on around us. And today, on Like It Matters Radio, I'm going to acknowledge uh, the weight of the moment. You know, May is National Mental Health Awareness Month. Uh, and there is a pandemic going on that very few are talking about. See, you don't need to be named Sigmund Freud. Uh, to realize, Houston, we have a problem. Emotional intelligence waning and fears and doubts exacerbating. The pandemic of poor emotional health is affecting all aspects of our lives. Our marriages, our relationship with our kids, our, our sibling relationships, 
uh, our thought process about our country, our thought process about our church, our thought process about the guy next to us or the girl next to us. Are they six foot away? Why did they cough? They sneeze. They look like they have a runny nose. I mean, all this stuff. We're afraid of each other. We're afraid of being too close to each other. We're afraid of a cough. We're afraid of a sneeze. We're afraid of, oh my gosh, Roe v. Wade. Oh my gosh, transgender, LBGT. Oh my gosh, almost. Don't you see? It is confusing out there. A wise leader, a wise warrior, wise conduit, whatever term you want to use, identifies a threat and plans and prepares to conquer thy enemy. The battle's in the mind, people. If you're going to be victorious, then you must understand the machinations of how we create our reality, our truth. And so today I want to talk about how to regain power and freedom. And it goes to my, one of my favorite quotes, Dr. Viktor Frankl. Between the stimulus and the response, there's a space. And in that space is our power. It's our freedom. And whenever I hear the word stimulus and response, I'm just going to be honest with you, my mind automatically, this is how my mind works, automatically goes to transactional analysis. Dr. Eric Byrne, uh, late 60s, created a book called uh, um, The Games People Play. And basically it was a foundation for transactional analysis. And a transaction is communication. There's a stimulus and there's a response. And together, that is a transaction. And we have those transactions externally, and we have those transactions internally. But it is those transactions that we have internally that really dictate the transactions that we have externally. The way I talk to Lee, or the way I talk to John, or the way I talk to my wife, or the way I talk to my pastor, or the way I talk to the police officer who pulls me over, don't you understand this? It's filtered. Uh, it's framed, if you will, by what's going on in my internal conversations. If as I'm pulling over the car and I see lights in the back of my car, I said, man, why is everybody out to get me? There's another cop just going to ruin my day. My insurance is going to go up. It's so unfair. People are zipping by me. I can't believe this. Why did he stop me? Is it because I'm white? Is it because I'm black? Is it because I looked at him wrong? What, is it because my plate says Texas on it? What? See, all this inner dialogue that's going up all the time, and most of it is at the unconscious level. We're not even aware it's going on. And so this is why we've got to become consciously aware of what is happening. And so today we're going to be doing dealing with this thing called true therapy. Because there is an obstacle between us and our goals. Uh, and it's not external. It's internal. It is us. I met the enemy and he's living in my shorts. It is not being a good steward of our thoughts, of our mind, of what we allow into our experience. You know, if we were going to looking to accomplish a great goal, let's say we had a business, let's say we had a ministry, let's say we had some relationship where we've been established for a while and we want to be established for a while. And so every year we do an analysis. We take a look backwards first to see how we did. And then we take a look forward to see or make a plan for how we're going to do. Now, a lot of people use what's called SWOT. Uh, it's an acronym, S-W-O-T. And it stands for Strengths weaknesses, opportunities, and threats. You know, we all have unique strengths because we have different, uh, different genetic makeup. Uh, we have different traumas and dramas. We have different giftings, gift, different skill sets, different lessons we've learned, uh, different family of origin uh, issues. Some are good that you were established values and integrity and hard work. 
And some were basically, you grew up while your parents were doing life. And so you didn't have that. But no matter what, we all have strengths. That's why I study the, uh, the brain mapping with the fingerprinting. Because what that tells me is God made each individual unique. And each one is enough. Each person is smart enough. Now, Dr. Um, I don't remember who it was. Uh, um, he wrote a book called The uh, Multiple, per- uh, Multiple Intelligences. And what he said was that basically there were eight ways for every single human being to be smart. We've now identified ten. And so what some people might lack in, in uh, intellectual smarts, they might be overblessed in physical smarts or in auditory smarts or in visual smarts. And I'm not going to go through all those. That's not what this radio show is about. But so we all have strengths. You just got to identify those. And if you don't know what your strengths are, how can you master them? And then you got to take a look at weaknesses. What are the weaknesses? What were we not prepared for? How do we perform below a standard? And then we got to look at opportunities. What were the opportunities in the past that we could have done something with that we missed? What are the opportunities from the past that we did take advantage of? And moving forward, what opportunities present themselves as we move forward? And the last letter in this acronym is T. And T stands for threat. And ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to tell you right now that the biggest threat we have is not external. It is internal. It is our belief system. It is our self-talk. It is the narrative that we allow in our heads to play over and over and over. Because we all have a past. We all have pain to varying degrees. We all have a present. That's what I can say. I can't guarantee we all have a, a future. But I can guarantee the other piece. Pain, past, and present. And so we got to work with what we can work with. And so your number one threat against you is what's going on between the stimulus and the response. And as Dr. Viktor Frankl said, between the stimulus and the response, there's a space. And in that space is your power. It is your freedom. That is the power I want to give you. That is the freedom that I want you to have. And by the way, I technically, I'm not giving it to you. You always have it. You know, when Jesus is being crucified, he said seven things on the cross. And the first one was, forgive them, Father, for they know not what they do. Why? Because he occupied the space between the stimulus and the response. And so do you. Just up until now, maybe we haven't done the best things with it. So I am Black. Today we're talking about power and freedom. I want you to get some. We'll be right back. Leadership Awakening impacts even the seasoned pros. Take a listen to these comments from Kevin, who recently attended Leadership Awakening. I've struggled with a lot of things. I've been in so many different trainings, followed Tony Robbins, John Maxwell, all these great self-development gurus, but I have never went through a training as difficult and as intense as that 48 hours that we went through. What we went through was absolutely amazing, and I'd love to share it with as many people as I could. I kept being told on how intense this training was going to be, that it was going to be difficult. And I mean, I've walked on hot fire. I've broken arrows. I've walked on glass. I've done so many things. I thought, how hard could this be? Well, the number one thing that I gained from Leadership Awakening was another level of awareness. If you're ready to go to another level of awareness, go to likeitmatters.net. Just click on Schedule to register for the next Leadership Awakening class near you. That's likeitmatters.net. Sightseeing in Paris, at the mall in Bloomington, or on horseback in Dallas. We're where you are. 
Listen to Freedom 1570 at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app. Think about it. Minnesota collected way more from taxpayers than it needs, resulting in the largest budget surplus in history. It's time to give it back. Think about it. State spending is at an all-time high. The rainy day fund is full. And our income tax rates are the sixth highest in the country. Hey, Governor Walz, it's our surplus. Give it back. Think About It is brought to you by Center of the American Experiment, Minnesota's think tank. Salem Surround partners with your business to deliver custom digital marketing solutions. Surround your target audience wherever they engage, search, surf, socialize, or review to keep your business top of mind. Learn more at minneapolis.salemsurround.com. When I attended the Leadership Awakening workshop, I didn't know what to expect, but I was open. The tools taught at Leadership Awakening helped me discover things about myself that were holding me back from being all God created me to be. Providential? That word coins these life-changing classes because I now realize there are works God has already created for me to walk in, and these workshops helped me to see this more clearly. I received practical insights that I am already applying to be a more focused businesswoman, influential mom to my two teenagers, an eight-and-a-half-year-old son, and patient and passionate wife. I got rid of a lot of clutter in my head. BS, they call it, belief systems that were not serving me. If you want to know what it means to empower others instead of trying to control them, if you want to build a productive team in two days, if you want to press the reset button in your life and give yourself a fresh new beginning, then do yourself and your family a favor and attend the next Leadership Awakening. It's time the giant in you comes alive. Leadership Awakening is coming to a location near you. Details at likeitmatters.net. That's likeitmatters.net. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. And if you don't know, May is National Mental Health Awareness Month. And ladies and gentlemen, it's a big deal. It's a big deal. I mean, uh, tiaras and stars, whatever that little girl was, 16-year-old girl, she took her life. I mean, here's a a young lady who's basically been in front of the camera for, what, uh, 10 years Beautiful young lady, 16 years old. She's already famous. She has her future in front of her. Took her life. I mean, uh, Naomi Judd. Naomi Judd. I mean, they were banned, her and her, her daughter, for 30 years, like three decades. They have like 14 number one hits. They were being inducted to the, the, the Rock and Roll Music Hall of Fame. I mean, she has two famous daughters. She has all the money she wants. And she struggled with mental health all her life. 76 years old. And now at 76 years old, lived this great life, had all this fame. Kills herself. Anthony Bodine. And here's a guy, again, that has everything. Hot babes and, and great food and great travel and great fame. And he could say whatever he wanted to. And he had millions of people to agree with him. Took his life. Kate Spade. This is a woman at Coach Cushella, whatever that thing is, all those fancy schmancy purses. They bought her company a year before she killed herself. And I always use the example of Kate Spade because it shows you the intensity of the pain. Because the way Kate Spade killed herself is so, so telling that she took a bathrobe, wrapped it around her throat, tied it to the doorknob, and then laid down and slowly suffocated to death. You just got to get that. I walk in people's shoes. And so how much pain would I need to be in to lay down 
and slowly suffocate myself, gasping for air, knowing that I could sit up, I could lean up, I could get on my hands and knees. It's like drowning in a, a, a foot of water where if you just got on your knees, stood up, you're, you're out of the water. That's real. This is real pain. See, no one responds to reality. You got to get this. This is why I keep saying this. What we respond to is our map of reality. What we respond to is those thirty to 60,000 internal conversations that play over and over and over and over and over and over while we're awake, while we're asleep, while we're dreaming, while we're present, while we're unconscious, while we're conscious, while we're driving down the street, while we're eating dinner, while we're listening to radio shows. It's nonstop. It's blaring. Why does that matter? Because science says it matters. Remember, we're supposed to follow the science. And that's one thing I work to do on this radio program is this really is an opinion. Are things I say probably in a form that some would consider an opinion? Absolutely. But what I do is I back it up with science, psychology, biology, sociology, physiology, um, epigenetics, um, a PZ, uh, what is it, a episiotomy or episiology? Sorry, that's a one, that's a totally different medical experience. <laughs> Epidemiology. Sorry about that. I'm not working on a woman's uh, uh, birth right here, but right, epidemiology is all about patterns. These are sciences. You know, it's about being under construction in the process of bettering myself. I learn how people work. You know, I, I talk about this book. A guy who wrote it is a crazy guy, but man, he has some great quotes. And I've never read the whole book. But, Matt, I've read excerpts and uh, quotes. Uh, the book's called Dead Toad Scrolls, and it's by Kilroy J. Oldster. And he says, we are a product of our past. We start each day where we left off the day before, changing the way we dress, where we work and live, or even changing a name does not alter our basic constitution. Transformation of the self requires a radical alteration in the way we perceive, did you hear that? The way we perceive the world and derive meaning, because we are little meaning makers. This is what you got to get. We're little meaning makers. That's what logotherapy is all about, that we are created in God's image. We are created with a will to meaning. That's what you got to get. And a lot of us are believing lies. A lot of that stuff in our head are lies. They aren't the truth. That you'll never be enough. That you've never measured up. That you're not good enough. That you're not smart enough. That people only want you for what you can do for them. That if you can't take care of somebody physically, then you have no purpose. You're only as good as what you do for people. Nobody really loves me. Boy, the only time people pay attention is when they want something from me. I can't handle this. Computers make me crazy. I'm a nervous wreck. It's going to be one of those days. I don't have time to do this. Well, I'm only human. That's easy for you to say. He's a pain in the neck. I don't get paid enough. I'm sick and tired, dot, 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 dot. If one more thing happens, dot, 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 dot. Calgon, take me away. <laughs> Right, all the troubles of the world piling on you, but man, if just Calgon could take you all away. See, the problem is this life has pain. It's part of the process. And we have a past that is not who we are. Past performance 
does not guarantee future performance. Everything's changing around us. The one constant thing in life is change. This is why one of the themes of this radio show is to be under construction. To be a little bit better today than you were yesterday, a little bit better tomorrow than today. In the corporate world, we call it Six Sigma, Lean Sigma, Lean Manufacturing. It's Deming's constant and never-ending improvement. It's a concept that rebuilt a nuclear-devastated Japan and in 30-plus years helped them compete with the greatest American economy. I mean the greatest economy on the planet, which is the American economy. In the late 70s, early 80s, when we are in a recession, the Japanese auto industry started merging with the American auto industry. And what happened was change. Change in the size of our cars. Change in the power ports that we started adding in. Cup holders and little convenience devices like that in cars. See, when the American industry realized it was under assault, there was a threat, remember? SWAT, strengths, weaknesses, opportunities, threats. That there was a threat that the Japanese were coming into our auto industry now, our our coveted territory, the auto industry, the big three, we used to call them. Well, now they realized they had an opportunity because gas was hard to get. Gas was expensive. And so they figured they could either go bankrupt or they could change. And they could actually make better cars. And they could actually make more efficient cars. And they could actually make more convenient cars. See, what gets in the way is our ego. Edging God out. I'm right, you're wrong. We have fragile little egos. And that's why what's affecting America today, what's affecting our families, what's affecting our relationships, what's affecting our jobs, what's affecting the human condition is something called the spirit of offense. We are so easily offended. Someone looks at us wrong, we're offended. All these things called dog whistles. Oh, he said boy. Oh, that's a racist term. Oh, he said monkey. That's a racist term. Oh, Roseanne Barr made a joke about how ugly someone was. And it was a cross between this and the movie The Planet of the Apes. I don't remember what it was, but man, it destroyed her life. Because she must be a racist. Because undoubtedly she was referring to a person calling them a monkey. And this person happens to be black even though she doesn't look black. If you look at her, she doesn't look black. She could be Hispanic. She could be a, a Caucasian with a good tan. She doesn't look black, the woman that Roseanne Barr said this about. But because she's classified as a black American, African-American, and Roseanne Barr said it, boom, that was so offensive. Replay it. It wasn't offensive. It was a stupid joke. It was kind of funny, actually. She would have said it about me. You would have laughed. But she said about someone who can check a box African-American on a piece of paper, and now it's offensive. Why? Our little thing's called ego. It's our flesh. There's a battle going on. That's why I call you warriors, because there's a battle. We gotta be fighting the good fight. That battles your your purpose, your reason for being. If you're a parent, that battles the innocence of your child. They're wanting to get our kids young. Why? Because by the time a child is five years old, a majority of their map of reality is in place. So if they can get those kids to question their sexuality, to consider something that most of us think is not normal, normal. If they can get kids at five years old to believe that, they got them. They got them. You'll see the number of those people claiming to be LGBTQT, homosexual, all that's going to go through the roof now because people like to be liked. Can't we all just get along? No one likes to be the odd man out. It's this ego thing. Another quote from Kilroy Oldster, Dead Sea Scrolls, I mean Dead Toad Scrolls, sorry. 
The ego might resist change until a person's level of discomfort becomes unbearable. A person can employ logic to overcome the ego's defense mechanism and intentionally integrate needed revisions in a person's obsolete or ineffective beliefs and pattern behavior patterns. The subtle sense that something is amiss in a person's life can lead to a gradual or quick alteration of a person's conscious thoughts and outlook on life. Resisting change can prolong unhappiness, whereas implementing change can establish internal harmony and in-state joy in a person's life. That's what I want for you. I want to give you back your power and your freedom. No one can hurt you. No one can offend you. You have to be part of the process. Between the stimulus and the response, there's a space. And in that space is your power, your freedom. It's how you're made. You're made so you can hold your tongue. You're made so that your mind is six times faster than you can talk. So that you can hear it in your head before you let it out. You're made with the ability to reason. In the beginning, God created. Stop there. We, our first introduction, God is as creator. And then 25 verses later, he says, let us make man in our image. We were made in the image of God. We were made to create. And every day, those thirty to 60,000 thoughts per day are creating something in you. Are they creating something good? Are they creating something bad? Are they making you bitter? Are they making you better? Are you being hopeful or are you hopeless? That, the answer to those three questions will tell you how well you're doing in this battle. And so today, it's time to get ready for the battle with some true therapy. I'm going to give you back your power, your freedom. That's what we do for this hour of power. We'll be right back. Take a listen to these words about Like It Matters Leadership Awakening from a recent attendee. Leadership Awakening is like nothing else. It's incomparable to any other training that I've been through, and that's executive professional communication training to, to how to hold a fork. It, the, the Leadership Awakening is a deep mental experience where I was forced to challenge my mind in a way that I've never been challenged before and it's there's nothing like it there's 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 no way to explain it with words you have to experience it leadership awakening change your heart change your mind change your life go to likeitmatters.net slash schedule for the next leadership awakening it's not only changing lives it's saving lives that's likeitmatters.net slash schedule Education is absolutely the most critical decision you can make for your children. To get half off, it's a no-brainer. Hi, I'm Jeff. Hi, I'm Trish, his better half, and we're from Oakdale. We wanted a strong Christian school with conservative values. The half-off tuition program was better than we could have ever imagined for our family. I asked the station several times to make sure that I understood that there weren't strings attached, and, and there were no strings attached. The impact on our kids has been amazing. Their critical thinking is stronger and they're better equipped for life. Yeah, the power of the Christian education is that our children can make their decisions and their sound decisions and it just makes them better adults. Send your child to a private school for half the cost for their first year. No strings attached. For details and participating schools, visit TwinCitiesTuitions.com. That's TwinCitiesTuitions.com. 
We are all in the construction business, constructing memories, relationships, new ideas, and a legacy that will outlive us. Life is best imagined as a construction project. Hey, can we get that backhoe over here? At Like It Matters, we craft tools and teach you how to use them. Mr. Black has a bevy of tools to help you build your life into your dream. One of those tools is individual life counseling. The best analogy is a life caddy, because sometimes you just need another set of eyes. A second tool, books by Mr. Black, always opening up your mind. Third, workshops, where we teach people how they work and how to function at a higher level. And don't forget the daily radio show, Like It Matters, at 11 a.m. on Freedom 1570. Nice job. That's it for today. Wrap it up. Contact Mr. Black at mr.black at likeitmatters.net. Building a better you today. Likeitmatters.net. Helping people live their lives like they matter. That's mr.black at likeitmatters.net. Discover the tools to build your relationships, your vision, and your life. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. I am black, and this week we're heading up to Vegas. Matter of fact, I'll hit the road tomorrow after tomorrow's live show, and we'll drive two days to Las Vegas. We'll have a great class. I think there'll be 10 of us in the classroom. By the way, still got room. If you want to join us, you want 48 hours, I guarantee you a changed life. Uh, reach out to me at Mr. Black. That's M-R-B-L-A-C-K at likeitmattersradio.com. That's Mr. Black, M-R-B-L-A-C-K at likeitmatters.com. I can have you in class on Thursday the 12th and have you brand new, fresh, by Saturday the 14th. You'll be out there by 5 o'clock and people will be awed. Uh, if you're married, uh, your wife will get the spouse, uh, husband that she deserves. If you're a woman, uh, your husband will get the uh, spouse he deserves. Or maybe, hey, maybe the other way. I don't know. <laughs> if you have kids, uh, you'll be a far better parent. If you have a job, you'll be a far better employee. Not only that, it's going to help you clean up what's in your head. It's going to help you resuscitate that heart that most people shut off a long time ago. Uh, it's it's powerful. So go to likeitmatters.net. You can read about it. But today, we're talking about power and freedom. But it really does come down to this word called truth. And, you know, this is a, you know, you can't put truth in a wheelbarrow. I get it. It's a normalization. You know, that's where we get, you know, what's true for you might not be true for me to a degree. Yeah, I get that. But that's not a factual statement. I'm just being honest with you. Logically, it's not. Uh, and so uh, uh, I want to share a couple words with you. I don't know who wrote this, but it's pretty powerful. It says, uh, you will learn, eventually you will learn that one person that wasn't supposed to ever let you down probably will. You will have your heart broken probably more than once, and it's harder every time. You'll break hearts too, so remember how it felt when yours was broken. You'll fight with your best friend. You'll blame a new love for things that an old love did. You'll cry because time is passing too fast and you'll eventually lose someone you love. So take too many pictures, laugh too much, and love like you've never been hurt because every 60 seconds you spend upset is a minute of happiness you'll never get back. Now life is frustrating. This is not a happy journey. This is a fulfilling journey. But we need to have some truth with ourselves. We need to question ourselves. A leader, we gotta question ourselves. If you're not dealing in the truth, then asking yourself questions is useless. You know, here people, some must believe that there was massive election fraud, not voter fraud, election fraud, that there was things put in place to manipulate the outcome of the election. Uh, we just believe that. And some people don't believe that. But so how do you know? Well, you talk about it. You'd watch movies like 2,000 Mules. 
uh, you'd see different sides. But here we live in a world today that some entity decides what's true. And then you can't even talk about it. You're kicked off of things. You're banned from things. You're canceled from things. You're locked out. You're put in Facebook jail or Twitter jail. Uh, and we used to have in America the freedom of, of, of belief, a freedom of speech. We don't have that freedom anymore. You will think like the government tells you to think or you will be banned or you will be canceled or you will be put in jail. Right now it's Facebook jail. I wonder how long before we remove Facebook and we just wind up going to jail. It's a slippery slope, people. Of course, it would never happen in America. Never. I want you to think about how this statement about truth is so important. Because it was Jesus, my redeemer. The one who basically penned the entire Bible, inspired it through man's hands, but he wrote it. He is the word. And he said, when you know my word... Then you will know the truth. See, there's a there's a piece on front of it. You, you're gonna you remember this last piece, and the truth will set you free. You will know the truth, and the truth will set you free. But you might want to go to the verse or two before that. What was he talking about? He was talking about his word. And when you know my word, then he said, you will then know the truth. And then he says, and then the truth will set you free. So you know what's not happening today is people aren't looking for the truth. That's why I encourage you. I encourage you how great you are. I encourage you that you're unique. I encourage you that God has a plan for you. I encourage you that your life is not about what happens to you, but your life is about what happens in you. I'm only one man, but I'm one. I cannot do everything, but I can do something. And I will not let that something I cannot do stop me from doing those things I shall do. What is that, Everett Hale or whoever the guy was? I didn't say that. Someone else said it. I've just been said it so many times. It's just right there. So you got to know the truth. Why does this matter? Because there's a battle right now for the truth. I'm going to tell you the truth right now, that we need tension in our lives, that we need uncomfortable situations. Why? Just like that quote I read earlier says, that we need to be uncomfortable because pain is a great motivator. Because the base motivator in life is called neurosocial conditioning. You're either moving towards something or you're moving away from something. Both great motivators. What do you want and what do you never want? Think about that. Those are two important things. If you love anybody in your life, if you care about anybody in your life, you should know their top two things. What is their biggest want and what is their biggest fear? If you really care about that person, you will help them get their biggest want. I think it was Zig Ziglar that said that you can have anything you want in life. If you just help enough people get what they want, that's being a conduit, helping people get what they want that benefits them. But the second thing is to move away from something, move from pain. Pain is a great motivator. One of the worst things you can do is ever be void from pain. You'll break your arms, you'll rip your skin open, you'll do damage to your body and you won't know it because you don't feel the pain. See, that's why I bring up the three-part process of the, the fiery furnace. See, the fiery furnace has always been a way to grow. See, three things take place in the fiery furnace. You got to have flux, you got to have dross, and you got to have precious. Remember, it's those three things. You are the precious. That's you. That, so that's the one part of the equation. The dross is all that trauma, all that drama, all that pain, all that hurt, all those lies in your head that you believe from abusive parent an abusive spouse or partner from a world that says you're not enough, 
from the world that kicks you out, that abandons you, that blocks you. I, that's why I can connect to so many people because I don't fit in in this world. I'm like a lot of you. I'm not enough. I got tired about 20, 30 years ago about not being enough, not being good enough, not being tall enough, not being thin enough, not being black enough, not being wealthy enough, not being educated enough, not being cool enough, not being street smart enough. Anybody know what I'm talking about? Being enough. And those are lies. The accuser of the brethren, he's the father of lies. And that's why you've got to be in the now moment. But you've got to challenge your lies. Remember, you got flux. Flux is the thing that separates the precious from the dross. See, flux is defined as the action or process of flowing or flowing out. The flux of man, the working, moving back and forth. But the second definition is abnormal discharge of blood or other matter from or within the body. That's just fascinating to me. It's the third one that we're working with today, though. Treat a metal object with a flux to promote melting. Did you hear that? To promote. It causes it. It makes you melt. So why would that be good? Let me go back. There's three pieces in this process. There's precious, there's dross, and there's flux. And you need all three. You are the precious. I am the precious. We are God's creation. Precious. We are his masterpiece. A Da Vinci. Mona Lisa. That's who we are. We're precious. Then we have dross. All the lies. All the stuff that was put upon us that was never supposed to be put upon us. When I go through Arkansas, I see a lot about, about be careful of hitchhikers. They're billboards, and they show a boat with this critter attached to the bottom of the boat, of the hole. And what happens, because they have so many lakes in Arkansas, they'll leave their boat in a lake, they'll take it out of a lake, and then put it in another lake, and some creature attached itself to that boat, and then that boat went to another body of water, and then that creature disattached itself, and then it wound up in a new body of water. It's like that, parasites. Things that stick to us, low self-esteem, low self-worth, wanting to be liked, fear of rejection, fear of embarrassment. Don't you hear it? So that's the dross, the abusive childhood, the family of origin issues. And then you got this thing called flux, which flux causes the melting process. You know what flux is? All the unfairness, all the trivialities, all the injustice. All the stuff that was put upon you that never should have put upon you. Anybody can suffer for doing wrong, Jesus says. But to suffer for doing good and to do it with a good attitude, that's to the glory of God. That's why you got to know who you are and why you're here and whose you are. And so it all begins with the truth. And you've got to be in the truth. There's something called truth therapy where you identify the lie and replace it with the truth. But Scott Peck once said that American had become a people of the lie. That's what he said about America. His point was that our nation's establishment, our leaders in government, media, education, along with a horde of mindless lemmings who parrot their every decree, have lied so often to others and even to themselves that they come to believe their own deception. The central defect of the evil, he said, is not the sin but the refusal to acknowledge it. He went on, quote, lies are now what defines us. While usually subtle, our deception is remarkably consistent. This is because we have crossed over the line. We are characterized by our absolute refusal to tolerate 
the sense of our own sinfulness. Our goodness is all on a level of pretense. It is, in effect, a lie. Actually, the lie is designed not so much to deceive others as to deceive ourselves. We lie only when we are attempting to cover up something we know to be illicit. So we got to be aware of the lies we tell ourselves. And that's what true therapy is. It's time to become conscious of what's going on in your head because what's going on in your head affects everything else. So after the break, I'm going to go through a four or five step process that helps you identify. So you can do some truth therapy. You can identify the lie, replace it with the truth. You can, it's called, um, um, you know, what is it? Hold your thoughts captive, the obedience of Christ, the Bible says. To focus only on those things that are good and pure. To hold your thoughts captive. Think about it. To guard your heart for all the issues of life come from there. I want to give you back your power, your freedom. It's ready for the taking. Do you want it? I'll be right back. Truth Therapy. Leadership Awakening impacts even the seasoned pros. Take a listen to these comments from Kevin, who recently attended Leadership Awakening. I've struggled with a lot of things. I've been in so many different trainings, followed Tony Robbins, John Maxwell, all these great self-development gurus, but I have never went through a training as difficult and as intense as that 48 hours that we went through. What we went through was absolutely amazing, and I'd love to share it with as many people as I could. I kept being told on how intense this training was going to be, that it was going to be difficult. And I mean, I've walked on hot fire. I've broken arrows. I've walked on glass. I've done so many things. I thought, how hard could this be? Well, the number one thing that I gained from Leadership Awakening was another level of awareness. If you're ready to go to another level of awareness, go to likeitmatters.net. Just click on Schedule to register for the next Leadership Awakening class near you. That's likeitmatters.net. Salmon fishing in Alaska, at an amusement park in Green Bay, or taking a stroll through Loring Park. We're where you are. Listen to Freedom 1570 at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app. Your local radio stations are here for you. No subscriptions or monthly fees necessary. We're here to give you the news, weather, and traffic you need and the music you love. But if the foreign-owned record labels get their way, it could stop the music. They want Congress to force radio stations to pay them more money simply to play their music. Don't let radio go silent. Text LOCAL to 52886 and tell Congress to protect local radio stations. This message furnished by the National Association of Broadcasters. TheFishTwinCities.com is streaming your favorite contemporary Christian artists like Matthew West, Toby Mack, For King and Country, and many more. Stream along at TheFishTwinCities.com, download the free app, or listen on your Amazon smart speaker. Take a listen to this comparison of other training to Leadership Awakening. For probably two-thirds of my 30-year law enforcement career, I spent time in supervision and management, so I've been to a lot of leadership training. Been there, done that, got the t-shirt. I went to a leadership course in California where I worked, and it's an eight-month program. I went through that program. I went back later on as a facilitator, so I, I taught leadership. What we did in class was completely different than any other leadership program that I've been through. I mean, in 48 hours of leadership training in your program, it was just, it was dynamic. It was intense. It was powerful. You know, it was, it was amazing. It was amazing. Leadership Awakening. Change your heart. Change your mind. Change your life. 
Go to likeitmatters.net slash schedule for the next Leadership Awakening. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. I am black. And today, we are talking about power and freedom because, boy, seems like everybody wants their power. Tony Robbins told you it's unlimited power. And, boy, you got people marching in the streets talking about their freedoms, their freedoms. Well, whose freedoms and when do our freedoms overtake other people's freedoms? There's a lot of debates that should be going on here. But because we're not allowed to talk about the truth and because we've been cut such snowflakes that we get so easily offended – there's a great book out there called The Bait of Satan. Highly recommend it. was written 20 years ago. I think it's John Bevere wrote it. Uh, and it's so true. Uh, we got an enemy out there that's just working to separate us out and agitate us, remind us of every wrong that's ever been happening to us. Don't you see? That's what the Democratic Party's doing. I'm not being political. I'm just being honest. They want to hate. We're living in 1619. We're making up a, a false history uh, to make uh, uh, people feel good. Uh, 1619, we've got to go back 500 years, and then, of course, 1776, the whole Revolutionary War, now we know, is a lie. Boy, it just took a couple of people with dark skin to tell us how the whole history that we've all been studying, the millions of us, has been a lie. Luckily, those two people stood up and brought the truth to us. See, this is what I'm talking about, the truth. No one responds to reality. They respond to their belief about reality. In other words, nobody's responding to the, quote, truth. They're responding to what they, quote, believe to be true. That's a big difference. Believing to be true and what's true are two totally different things. So I'm doing this book study, uh, this Bible study. It's actually a great little Bible study. Uh, it's from a group called mensgroup.org. Highly recommend it. It's on the study of Judah. I've been stuck in Jude, this one-chapter book of Jesus' half-brother, Judah. It's, it's actually named Judah, but fascinated by it. Uh, I've, I've been in it probably for a couple of weeks now. It's just one chapter. And the beginning of this, this um, research or this uh, Book of Jude Bible study says this. This study guide examines the importance of the truth and the danger posed by false teaching and distortion of the truth as described in the Book of Jude. Don't you get what pervert is? <clears throat> we use this word pervert. We use perverts and we don't know what they mean. Pervert means to twist. See, again, we take things of God. Sex is always a blessing of marriage. There's nowhere in the Bible that sex is ever down talked, uh, talked down about in marriage. It's a blessing of marriage. It's uh, one of those friends with benefits type of things that you get when you're married. Uh, but we have to pervert it. Don't you see it? We have to twist it. Don't say God's original intention and now make it uh, uh, something about our flesh. And so even think about the word wicked, right? The word wicked. I, I study words. I'm an etymologist by trade. Do you, you see the base wick, wick, wicker? Think about wicker furniture. Isn't wicker furniture that kind of off wood type of stuff that's outside that's twisted? It's twisted wood and it's painted white or gray, right? See, the, the words have a powerful meaning. And so in this introduction to this Bible study on the truth, the book of Jude, it says, you have your truth and I have mine. This quote reflects a worldview that seems to dominate much of the debate in today's postmodern society. And yet an honest grasp of reality reassures us the truth is in fact not relative. If you jump off a building, gravity, gravity will have its way with you. If you sow corn, you'll reap corn. Two plus two 
always adds up to four, whether you're in Eastern mythology or uh, theory or you're in Western mythology or theory. See, attempts to repackage or redefine the truth isn't just a 21st century phenomenon. This is what the study says. Much effort has been ongoing since the beginning of time, and that, in a nutshell, is the underlying reason for the New Testament book of Jude. The underlying theme of Jude is the danger posed by false teaching. That's what you're going to get. And we're getting, I'm not talking religiously now. We're getting false teaching. There's false teachers, and, and Jude talked about the danger posed by false teachers. You know, uh, Eugene Peterson talks about that our spiritual communities are as susceptible to disease as our physical bodies. But it's easy to detect whatever is wrong in our stomachs and lungs than in our worship of witness. As much as we need physicians for our bodies, we have even greater need for diagnostics and healers of the spirit. Jude's, Jude's letter to an early community of Christians is just such diagnosis. Now, here's the great reflecting question before we even get into the study. Here's the question I'm posed to you. Most people embrace truth as being a key resource in helping them make decisions and chart directions in life. What have been some key sources to which people have looked for truth? And the question is, what are the key sources have you looked for truth? I'm going to tell you right now, the truth is that we're not preparing people. Remember the six P's of preparation? Proper preparation prevents piss poor performance. We are not preparing people. What does that mean? That means that we need to get people ready to fight the good fight. And yet so many people, see, we are more than conquerors. There's all kinds of obstacles, but what you believe about yourself dictates so much. That's why I love Romans 8.37. No, in all these things, we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. And they listed a whole bunch of things about death and dying and starvation right before that in Romans 8. And so that's powerful. And then God tells us in his word that a righteous person will stumble seven times and get back up. And he tells us that if you love him, the world's going to be against you. You're going to have obstacles. And so he puts this, he threads it all throughout. This is why I go to seek my truth. Notice how I've created a belief system based on this truth. So it keeps me going no matter what. When other people stop, when other people say no, when other people say you can't, I say, yes, I will. Here I am. See, the wit... The righteous person will stumble seven times but get back up. But there's a big butt coming. Beware of the big butt. But the wicked stumble into ruin. How? Anger, bigotry, attacking others for their circumstances, comparing themselves to the outer version of others, using that as a means of judgment of privilege or oppression, putting beliefs and fears onto others is huge. Huge. You got to understand what's going on out there. And the problem is we need to learn how to function under pressure. These are things, the ability to function under pressure is a skill, but it starts with the attitude. I talk about this all the time. Uh, Josh Menkes wrote about this. He's a consultant for the executive search firm Spencer Stewart, author of the best-selling Executive Intelligence. And he said the best leaders are those that have the ability to realize their potential and the potential of those they lead. That's what this radio show is about. In, order, in other words, to perform to the best of their ability. That's why I'm here to help you be the George Bernard Shaw you could have been. In his new book, Better Under Pressure, Mankey presents three specific catalysts for realizing potential. Realistic optimism, subservience to purpose, and finding order in chaos. Do you see what all those require? Those require a truth that inspires you. A truth 
that motivates you in a positive way. See, people who have this trait are not afraid to attack audacious goals, but are also fully realistic about the challenges and difficulties that lay before them. It's not a Pollyanna thing. To be really realistically optimistic, Mankies explains, leaders must have both an awareness of actual circumstances, I keep telling you this, the ability to see the world as it is, both positive and negative, and a sense of urgency. The time is now. Planes crash and people die, right? The deep belief in one's capabilities to change circumstances. That's my truth. That's what I know. And remember, we, are, we respond to whatever we go through our head over and over and over as truth. You've got to understand the subservience to purpose. The second of the three catalysts means a total dedication to a goal. Leaders who demonstrate subservience to purpose put a particular pursuit ahead of their own comfort. It's the goal ahead of the person. We're so wrapped up in ourselves. And by the way, the third catalyst for leaders is a find order in chaos. I teach you that in my class. Mankey's writes, this is a unique ability to cut through multiple or multidimensional problems to find the solutions and resolutions that others cannot see. Maintaining clear thinking and having the drive to solve puzzles are the two key attributes in leaders who are able to find order in chaos. That's what I teach. See, here's the problem. This fortuitousness, this uh, intestinal fortitude, this never giving up, this used to be taught. It's not taught anymore. We're not teaching our kids this is a value. They're not learning in school. Now they're learning if something goes wrong, uh, bad, you complain. You attack the other person. It's because you're black that you didn't get this. It's because you're a woman you didn't get this. It's because you're transgender. It's because you use a different bathroom. Because everybody thinks you're a freak. Because See, all these lies that other people have. And we've got to have a truth. You've got to have a foundation. How can you stand firm if you don't know the truth? And if you don't know the truth, then how will you ever be free? And Dr. Victor Frankl said, between the stimulus and the response, there's a space. And in that space is your power and your freedom. It takes emotional intelligence. The ability to sense, understand, and effectively apply the power and acumen of emotions as a source of human energy, information, connection, and influence. And if you're emotionally hijacked, if you're buying in a lie and down this road of hate, you will never get the emotional intelligence you need. To get better under pressure. That's what we need. Go to likeitmatters.net. Let me help you build this skill. I know you got the desire. Now that you got desire, you have the attitude. Now we need the skill. Because the best way to get to Carnegie Hall is practice, practice, practice. You're under construction on the Like It Matters Radio Network. I am Mr. Black, helping you become more hopeful about your future, reminding you when you live your life like it matters, it does. Hi, this is Tim from the Kingdom Builders. We've been asked about the shingles we install and if they protect against the dark stains we see a lot of in Minnesota. Be aware that not all shingles are created equal. We know there's many companies out there that are installing nice-looking shingles, but if they don't have algae protection built in, they can start to show dark stains and streaks within the first couple of years. The main manufacturers of the shingles Kingdom Builders recommends have focused on tackling that issue, up to and including a limited lifetime warranty against black algae stains. Speaking of warranties, shingle companies can have confusing rules and coverage for workmanship issues. We, however, offer a lifetime labor warranty on our workmanship. It's rarely happened, but if our professional crews make a mistake in installation, we will fix it. Not just for the first 30, 60, or 90 days, but for the life of the product. We hope that gives you a sense of trust in working with the Kingdom Builders. So call us at 612-900-9166 or go to thekingdombuilders.com. 
Remember, we're not salespeople. We're just great roofers. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.